It's Belonging Before Believing, the show where we answer your questions and sometimes make you laugh. I'm Patrick Mathers, the laughable pastor of Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. And I'm Brian Gumpy. And by the time this podcast airs, I will be alumnus. Oh, lost la vista, baby. Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. But, spoiler alert, we <laughs> recorded this. Right after our last episode. So I'm still here. You're still here. But by the time I listen to this as it airs, I'll be like, You'll oh, be in Colorado. Remember the good old days when I was Brian Gumpy, Elder, Sovereign Joy, Christian Fellowship. Yeah. Yeah, that's gone. But we talked about that enough on the last episode. Hey, do you know what? Just, you know what I did? What'd you do? I watched all of Stranger Things 3 uh, in like one sitting. Well, I, no. No, we saw the first two episodes the night before and then... I had a four-day weekend, so Andy's like... So you're as far as I am... No, I watched it all. No, like, I mean, I'm like, done. where I'm at, that's how far you were the day yeah, it came out. the day it came out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I, so I've seen it all. It is, can I, I'm not going to spoil a single thing, but I'm, going to, I'm going to throw this out there, and I'm going to say it is the best season, and it might have just made... It's for sure my top five favorite shows now. And I think if there's going to be, there is going to be at least one more season, but um, if, if there, if it isn't and it ends just like it ended, it, it might be right up there next to lost. Oh my gosh. It is so good. All right. That's all I want to know. That's L- it. No, no, no. I got one more thing mm, is the, the Duffer brothers. Here's the thing. Duffer brothers, like they were supposed to come out on Halloween last year. Right. Right. That was like their timetable to do it on the Halloween. But they said, no, we're not, it's not right yet. We're, we're going to put it off. And I'm so glad they did. The summer, I'm only two episodes in. Uh-huh. The whole like summer vibe, mm-hmm. I like it. It's, it's a change so of pace good. for the show. It's so good. I feel like. And it's important. It actually is important to the story I'm that sure. it's in the summer. I'm yeah. sure. But I like it. Dude, it is so good. Yeah. And of course, Anyways, when else should something come out? But when you're trying to move, to I'm not trying to move different states. You're and the like only to try one. Try and binge watch a show, and ugh. they don't care about you. I'm all tired by the end of the day. I barely got it in me to watch an episode. When all I want to do is watch seven. They're not like, oh, Brian Gumpy. I wonder what's going on with his life. Let's decide when to drop it according to his schedule. Who the uh, Duffer Brothers? Yeah. D- do you think you. that I implied that? No, I'm just wanted wanted. Give you the business. What were we talking about? I don't know. Stranger Things. No, before that, what is your little intro? Normally it's a little teaser. Oh, we're just mm. people who make you laugh and sometimes we're funny. We're funny. We, sometimes we're, and we make you think and I don't know. I made up a song. So for years I did this thing where I was called a daddy, daddy makeup song. <laughs> and I would just like make up songs on the spot. And most of them are crap, but every once in a while, like you'd, you'd hit like just a zinger and I was, would hope that it would get recorded or somebody would write it down, but nobody ever did. But my daddy makeup songs, if you were to ask any of my kids, I think are pretty, still pretty, uh, pretty important part of the Mathers, uh, memory. It's super funny that you mentioned legacy. that because we were talking with my dad about his made up songs yesterday. I, I'm guessing that mine and your dad's songs were different. Ah, I think they're probably pretty similar. <laughs> no. 
I think there's okay, some. Okay, I don't mind that. Why? Okay, so there's one. You've heard some of my makeup songs. Yeah, I know that. I, I'm We're, probably the only person who's heard both. Wait, we've heard. That's it. why I'm qualified to be the expert on the compare contrast between Dan Gumpy's songs and Patrick Mathers' Doggone. songs. But one, all right. When I was a kid, we would like hate bathing. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. It would make us really mad when he would sing the song. Or maybe we were fine with the bathing. We just hated the song. But like most of my dad's songs would get us all riled up and angry. And he would just sing them anyway, just to kind of get under our skin. That's kind of the difference between his songs and your songs. But we we're boys. What, what so, would he sing? Like your so cute, this one, we would be in, cute little darling. We in the, we'd be in the back. Tender little sweetheart. And he was like trying to get us to wash our hair and stuff. And he would sing something like clean hair is happy hair <laughs> makes for a happy head. And we'd be like, no, stop. Like we'll wash our hair. Who cares? Whatever. No. And he would just keep singing it and be all happy. And we would like, oh my gosh. I did not have those experiences. Yeah. But that's like a similar song to something. Mine you would were cornball. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that that's true. Except I would sing it in a way. Well, no, I just maybe you're boys and you just suck at liking things. But I would have done that for the person. <laughs> yeah. They would have liked that, I think. Yeah. Maybe. I did not sing happy hairs, clean clean hair is happy hair. Yeah. That's good. Makes I for like a happy that. head. Makes for a happy head. I might have to chamber that one for Charlotte. Uh, she likes my singing. Yeah. She tries to imitate it, but she's got words that are all mixed up worse than I do. And this I've told you before, but... What? He, this is not a Dan Gumpy original, but when I would want something and I couldn't have it... Like cookies? Like, like I don't know. Like, like a treat? Maybe I wanted a pair of shoes. Nikes. Oh, I always wanted Nikes and could never have them. Or maybe I wanted like a CD or something. This is more when I was like a little bit older and he would sing the Rolling Stones, You Can't Always Get What You Want. <laughs> But he wouldn't sing the Mick Jagger part, which would make sense. He would always sing the little boys choir part in some falsetto. You got exactly. You sound exactly like my father. (laughs) That is such a triggering thing for me now. You have no idea because it was always his way of being like, nope, I don't care what you want. You can't have it. And then yesterday we're talking about this at our little makeshift like Thanksgiving, Ju- Thanksgiving in July. In July. Yeah. And he goes, but there's a lesson in there because you know what the le- rest of the song is? But you get what you need. <laughs> and he's just sticking to his guns like 20 years he, later. Of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. He has much wisdom, that man. You get what you need. You, you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. Whatever. Yeah. You know what you need? Kicking the pants. I don't know. Dude, I could kick you from here probably. Not in the pants. Well, you know, because you have shorts on. I could still. No, I can't you reach. Have shorts on. <laughs> Not because I'm sitting in a chair. You can't kick me in the pants because I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> That's true. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Uh, <laughs> and you're wearing flip flops, so it wouldn't be fun anyway. Nah, uh, I'd take them off and slap you like a grandma. <laughs> Chunkless. Well, whatever. The grandmas do it too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 What are we talking about? Um, you're going to get what you need in mm. answer to your question, Brian. Oh, good. It's the, a good thing that we're recording this in this church and not <laughs> the second church that we met in. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll what, go. what is the deal with Adventists? <laughs> Does it matter what day of the week you meet? Okay. This is a legit question we got asked. Legit. This, certified this, legit. This is... <laughs> Like, Put a stamp on it. This is big like, giant L. Brian and but not I. Not L for love. Not L for this loss. Afternoon. L for legit. Going. Uh, oh crap, dude! 
We got nothing. What are we going to do for the podcast? Hey, remember we used to meet at that Adventist church? What's the crap with them? Hey, that's a good... It wasn't like that. No, We actually got asked this question. Certified legit. Certified. Certifiable. And there's more to it, though. There's part two is, does it matter what day you meet on? Right? Correct. That's part of the question, too. Okay. So, what the crap with Seventh-day Adventists? (laughs) So, and look, okay, I'm going to quit. Well, no, I'm still going to joke around. Who am I kidding? But (laughs) we used to meet in a Seventh-day Adventist church for a few years. I don't remember exactly how many years. And they were awesome. They were nothing but wonderful people. And so anything that we're going to say is intended to be pointing out uh, specific points of doctrine, not making judgments upon people personally or anything like that. Um, appreciate them. Love them. Um, they, they, they have some different views than we do. And one of them is they meet on Saturdays, which is why we used to meet and worship there on Sundays. Because it was empty. It was empty, and we rented it. Well, it was a little less than empty when we showed up, but it was still kind of still kind of empty <laughs> when nice. we were there because <laughs> we're so small. Um, okay, so Seventh-day Adventist churches started in the, you know, the, the mid-late 1800s was a heyday for um, odd, weird religious um, movements to begin. And gold mining. Okay, <laughs> maybe that was a contributing factor, but um, there was, uh, you know, Mormons, um, Jehovah's Witnesses, some other lesser known cults. Baha'i? No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Well, look it up. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was. Did you know that... Um, Rain Wilson is Baha'i. That's exactly oh, what I Oh, did I, was I take say. the words out of your mouth? Yes. I I'm couldn't sorry. think of it. Rewind. Wait. Hey. Did you know that Rain Wilson is Baha'i? What? I know. Come on. Yeah. Jim from The Office? No, you. <laughs> I almost went, Jim, you ignorant. And I was like, no, don't. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for not. Although yeah. you did. In everyone's minds who knows it, you just did. I just made them laugh without having to say it. <laughs> Uh, so, so Adventists, um, okay, Ellen G. White. Wasn't Islam in the mid-1800s, too? No, Islam started in the 600s. 600s? Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you weren't. I was, I knew it wasn't the mid-1800s, <laughs> but, yeah. So, um. I L- did think it was more recent than 600s, though. No, it was way back in the 600s, yeah. Like, I thought it I was. Know, you know what? It might have even been in the 500s, because it's the 6th century. So, Yeah. I, I yeah. thought it was m- more in like the early. No, you can look that second up too. Millennium. Tell me if I'm wrong, which I'm not, but you can tell me. I don't um, know. I'm looking up Baha'i right now. I remember okay. it being recent. So Ellen G. White, she was a woman. She had a bunch of prophecies. Baha'i. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So she had some prophecies, and specifically one about Jesus' second coming, which is seems like where all these um, other cultinisms came from. Oh, I should say something right off the bat. Um, Adventist churches don't fall in the same category as normal cults do because um, uh, Mormonism is monolithic. You go to a Mormon church here, you go to one in Missouri, you go to one in Florida, they're all going to be set up the same way. You're going to hear the same stuff. JW, same thing. Adventists, not so much. And each individual church is different than others. So here in our neck of the woods, there's one that's like way, way, way out there 
that probably is near a cult that I've been told by one of the deacons there that I'm not a Christian because I have the mark of the beast and we worship on Sunday. So, all right. But the one in Chico was definitely not that. They were very close to being a regular evangelical um, church. So so it's not monolithic, but Ellen G. White did have this prophecy about Jesus' second coming. And then um, one of the things that she had a prophecy about was um, the day of the week that churches have been worshiping on was wrong and they needed to revert back to worshiping on the Sabbath day because the Sabbath in the New Testament was never abrogated and that they worshiped on Saturday in the New Testament and we're supposed to be continuing to worship on Saturday. So they went back to that and have been worshiping on Saturday ever since. Now, number one, Jesus didn't return. Um, spoiler alert. And um, he, there, supposedly there's an investigative judgment going on that Jesus is doing. Um, so he did return, but only secretly, and he's just basically doing a bunch of research. He's not <laughs> Sounds like the King of Kings. <laughs> the King of Kings and the Librarian of Librarians. <laughs> right. Doing research at the library (laughs) in secret. The research student of research students. (laughs) Good thing you said you weren't going to stop cracking wise. (laughs) Uh, But for the, okay, so our question is, does it matter what day to meet? So they started meeting um, on Saturday because Saturday was the day that they met and worshiped in the Old Testament under the Old Covenant. And even when Jesus was out and about, um, during his life and ministry, I almost said adventures, but <laughs> it was not, it wasn't adventures. And I wasn't even trying to be silly. It was like, I caught myself. <laughs> Good. Uh, now we've each caught ourselves <laughs> once on this episode. Good. So, um, they did meet on Saturday. That's true. Uh, but the early, 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 early on when the church did start meeting to worship together, they met on Sundays because number one, that was the day that Jesus was resurrected. And truly they, you know, we celebrate Easter once a year, but the whole point of worshiping on a Sunday is because we're worshiping the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So every Sunday is really Easter Sunday properly. It's what it's supposed to be. Totally. Um, We see this throughout the new Testament and, um, Second Corinthians, when Paul's talking about taking up an offering, he says, when you guys meet on the first day of the week, and it's just in passing, like he just keeps on going and then it's talks un- about assumed. how, right, it's totally assumed that this is when you're meeting and what you're doing. Um, it comes up in the book of Revelation. John says he was praying on the Lord's day, which is the first day of the week. And he was there and he was worshiping. And so there's other places, but those two examples are enough for right now to say that, you know, we see this apostolic pattern of um, them worshiping on, on the Lord's day. So we would say it does matter what day you meet. It should be Sunday because that's what the apostles laid down. So typically if you see Jesus teaching it, the apostles continuing to act it out and then it written in the epistles as instruction for the church at large that that's something you're supposed to do well we would say well we never somebody might say you never saw jesus teaching worship on sunday nobody raised from the dead (laughs) (laughs) so i i think that that's an important contributing factor to why we're worshiping on 
on Sunday, along with the apostles doing it, and they're instructing the church to do it as well. So, okay. So it sounds like you said you should, mm-hmm. but it, is it sin to worship on a different day? Like, are the Adventists in sin by not worshiping on Sunday? Um, are they in sin? Okay. Yes. Well, yeah, I'd have to say yes. Just like I would say, shot, I'm going to shoot some shots fired shoots. Here. I've got some follow-up questions, so, scenarios. Just like too. Presbyterians <laughs> baptize their babies, and we would say that's sin. Uh-huh. You know? Um, so, yes. Are we condemning them all because of that? Are we saying, because it's sin, therefore it's a damned group, and if you join it then you're probably going to hell. No, we're not saying that. We're just saying it is... Certainly not. It is, it is error on the level that we would say it is a contradiction of Scripture, and I think clear Scripture. Does that answer your question? Well, sure. I was going to talk about the Sabbath a minute there too, but I'm going to hold off on that. So there... And I know this sounds super hypothetical, but I, in the church I grew up in, they mm-hmm. started doing Saturday night services. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Instead of Sunday night services, they did Saturday night services. Right. Um, and the thought was some people have to work on Sunday, sure. blah, blah, blah. So somebody is attending a Saturday night service instead of a Sunday morning service mm-hmm. that the church offers. Mm-hmm. It's not like an Adventist where it's, they only worship on Saturday. They have two options. Mm-hmm. You go to Saturday night instead of Sunday. Right. Um, So in our confession, 1689 London Baptist Confession, there is a section, and I shoot, I should have had it in front of me. I don't know. But the wording off the top of my head is that there are people who have works of necessity on the Lord's Day and that it is not sin for those people on the Lord's Day to perform those works of necessity. Um, Those would be defined as like soldiers, um, EMT professionals, police officers, um, certain people in other civic duties. Baristas. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's neither. Yeah, the, whatever. There's works of necessity. Some people have to work on Sunday. So they, according to the confession, are exempt from the rule that if churches, if the corporate church is gathered, you must be there worshiping together. And if you're not, why not? Right. We, we certainly don't have that hard or fast principle in the way we function. People come and go and, and aren't here a lot of times. Um, but, in, you know, in Puritan days, for example, no, no, no. <laughs> you went to church, you know, or they'd come knock on your window and wake you up or something. Or, you know, you, the, you'd get a pastoral visit, which maybe isn't a bad thing. I used to get texts. No, phone calls. Because when I, I first met you, you were like texting stupid. I don't want to do that. So well, I would get I, phone calls. To be fair, I had a flip phone, and if I wanted to text you, I had to type... T9. I do remember you saying that when texting was getting popular, you're saying, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I remember thinking, okay, Pat. Okay. All right, fine. No, I would give you a call, and I would... I remember that being a thing, because I know a lot of people would not take that... Like, especially from the pastoral side of it, you could have a lot of anxiety, like, oh, I don't want to, like, scare somebody off. Um, be too pushy with them just because they missed a Sunday. For me, that was one of the things that made it very obvious that that was where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. It was something that brought me in even tighter and closer. Was, and back then I was working nights. And so I was just like, I'd sleep until 10 every day 
And then on Sunday, I just like hit snooze too many times and slept through and Mm -hmm. church services started at 1030. It's so funny to think about now. But anyway, (laughs) yeah, I just slept through it and you give me a call and I was like, oh, dude, like that's exactly what I wanted to see happen. So anyway. And and there's like there's two people in my mind right now. I'm going to text tomorrow because they weren't here today, tonight at church. And, you know, it isn't it isn't jamming them up and, you know, telling they're sinners or anything like that. Really, I genuinely love them and miss, miss worshiping with them and like, hey, everything cool? Mm-hmm. And if it isn't cool, is there, is there something I can pray for? And if not, you know, you're just lazy or something? That's it. You know, I'm not, that happens and there's no worries. And um, awesome. When, when, can we get to, when can we get together next? Kind yeah, of I do the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, you were going to talk about the Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the big point of contention for the Adventist is that... Saturday is the Sabbath day, and it hasn't been abrogated in the New Testament. Now, those who uh, still see Sunday as the Christian Sabbath, uh, they have a hard time, I'm, I'm going to assume, answering that. They're going to have to use the same texts I do, but um, there's a little bit more conjecture in their answer than there is mine, because I believe that the Sabbath uh, has been changed. The Lord has the authority to amend, I mean, his laws. He did it in the Sermon on the Mount. You've heard it said, um, don't commit adultery. I say to you, if you look on a woman with lust, you've committed adultery, right? He expanded that law. He, he took the law from what it was, and he you know, said there's more to it than what just you think there is. So with the Sabbath, while we don't see Jesus directly saying anything in regard to the Sabbath, what we do find is him saying to find our rest in him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. We see him in John chapter five saying that my father is working even until now. And the accusation the Jews were throwing against him in John five was you did something on the Sabbath day. And Jesus says, God's working on the Sabbath day. Right, that, I mean, that's his answer. That is bold. If there isn't something more than just resting on a day, and there isn't, and I mean, there is in Hebrews chapter four, I think it's clearly laid out that our Sabbath rest is no longer a day anymore, but our rest is in Christ. And that our Sabbath rest is us finding our rest in him, not works. So it's not a works salvation. It's a rest salvation. That's a, that's a way harder command to keep and a way harder, you know, um, a way different mindset than, well, I just go to church on Saturday. It's, it's, I have to actively be working in my mind on finding my rest in him, not in my good works. Well, it's of greater benefit Mm -hmm. to us and it's of greater worship to him. Right. All glory to him. Right. right? No matter how you look at it, it's just Mm -hmm better. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So we would, so we, you and me and us here and and lots of people, but I don't, I don't think it's the, I don't know if it's the majority of Christians. I don't think majority of Christians have thought through this, but we would say that the Sabbath is not on a day anymore. It's in Christ. Our rest is in him. So therefore, yes, we worship on Sunday because it's apostolic example and it's clearly given to us to worship on Sunday. Is it sin to not to? Yeah. If, there isn't works of necessity going on or some reason, some other reason. Um, but at the same time, if you, if you were to go, you, you know, worship on a Saturday, 
evening service, like you said, or Wednesday night. A lot of churches have Wednesday night services. You know, that it might not be ideal, and it might be something that you need to grow in, towards meeting on the su- meeting on Sunday, worshiping on Sunday. But um, certainly, we would say that the Saturday worship is not um, mandatory anymore. So we would see that as being a major error in the Adventist uh, movement. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Plus, I would like you to eat meat. Yeah. So I like that. I'd like to know Jesus isn't doing an investigative judgment right now. At the you library. Know, at the library. <laughs> I like to know that 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 his, that he's actually atoned for his people. <laughs> it, when he said it is well, finished. Well, that too. When it is finished, it wasn't kind of sort of finished. I'll get back to that later. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus has one of those procrastination memes. I don't know. I can't think of a funny one off the top of my head, but I've seen him. A procrastination meme. Yeah. I don't know why all that makes me think of is that cat poster. <laughs> like, hang in there. <laughs> it's not a procrastination <laughs> meme. Uh, He'll get to it. Soon around. All right. Anyways, I think we we could go more on that, but I think that's good enough for now. All right. I have a question. Oh, you do? Okay. Did you have one? No, go. All right. What is your Sunday routine? What? Your Sunday routine. Mine? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, anybody listening, but you're the only one in the room. So your Sunday routine. Yours the, is going to be a lot different than most people's. Is it, yeah, for sure. Is it today's routine? Just go through that or like normally? No, like what does a typical Sunday look like? Okay, a typical Sunday looks like I do sleep in. So I'll sleep in until about nine, which is sure. a, a lot. Yeah. Um, sleep until about nine. I get up, I'll play with Charlotte, um, might have a little breakfast, depending upon if I'm on call or not, um, I might have to go down and open the mausoleum, but um, a normal, when I don't have to do that, um, I'll dink around the house, I, I might do a little project here or something, or maybe not, or um, I was going to... Yeah, I did. was going to do something today, and I slept in and didn't do it. <laughs> but it really is a rest, man. I don't do a whole lot. And then, then I get ready about 1 o'clock and then head down here. I like to be here between 2 and 2.30 because I like to have um, at least a half hour, maybe an hour to myself to pray and to think and to process and just read through the sermon. I have to get everything ready for the service, so I want to do that too before people start showing up. And then some Sundays, people start people will come in around three thirty or three, even sometimes, and they'll want to talk and pray, and that's fine. Then we have church at four till about four fifteen, four thirty. Pardon me, five fifteen, five thirty, and then we hang out and talk for sometimes an hour, and then we record. Yep, that's kind of a regular Sunday. How about you? Yep. How different is yours? So. I like my job. I don't have to wake up super, super early for, for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, normal day. I'm usually up at like seven, seven thirty, uh, and so I'll sleep in maybe, maybe till eight or eight thirty. Like not a whole lot, but I mean, eight, like that's I don't wake up early. Anyway. Right. Uh, so first thing, I'll probably head over and grab some coffee. Um, sometimes I'll take Skittles with me, like only on weekends, mm-hmm. but I'll take Skittles with me. Um, 
we do open gym from 10 to noon on Sunday. Like there's no classes on Sunday. So um, if we don't have anything going on, like if we're not going to try and like go to like a little lake for the day Woodland. or something like yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. If we just kind of have a laid back day, I like going to the open gym because there's a lot of hanging out. Like, yeah, we'll like do some workouts and stuff, but there's a lot of, it's just a lot more laid back and kind of hanging out with gym friends, mm -hmm. which is cool. And then one reason why I like to do that is it just kind of makes me feel good to relax. Yeah. Like you said, it's a lot of, I really try to spend as much time with Rachel and Zoe on the weekends as I can because weeknights are usually pretty busy. And so usually I'll do that open gym thing. Maybe I'll grab some donuts or maybe we'll go to brunch after or something like that. And then we'll kind of just hang out around the house just like you said, kind of maybe if we got to do some meal prep or some laundry or something, mm -hmm. but it's a lot of just chilling until three o'clock, get in the shower, get ready, come down to church, usually between like 3.30 or 3.45, do the church thing, yeah. record. Yeah. And then, yeah, by then it's dinner time, pretty much get ready to go to bed. Yeah. Mine's kind of similar. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, I my Sundays are pretty dialed, though. For the most part, they look really, really similar. Yeah. I remember back when I would do church in the morning, um, <laughs> just go to church, eat some lunch, and then basically try not to leave the house for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Just chill. Just sit and enjoy the family. Just relax, mm -hmm. man. And I remember when I was at Masters having some conversations with some guys about that, about how none of us were Sabbatarian, but at the same time, we really tried it to rest as much as possible on Sunday. Yeah. So not, we, we weren't actually Sabbatarian, but like in practice, like you would see well, a big difference on Sunday. I think there's rhythms that God has instilled in our bodies. And the reason, you know, part of the reason is that, you know, Jesus said that uh, Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Is there's, there's just the way we're made in the image of God, there, there's a, we, in these rhythms, we need a day of rest. No, yeah. We, we need these times of just chill and just doing nothing. And that, so it's, it's wise to do that, I think. Yeah. So I'm interested. What's your Sunday routine? And what is it? I have a feeling for people who don't meet at church in the evening, it's going to be a little more interesting. <laughs> Uh, I want morning, to know about it. Evening, Saturdays, Sundays, we believe. Sabado, Sabado, Sabado. You belong.